0: Alright guys, oh shit, God, that was a voice crack, holy crap, you know what, we're doing it live, we'll just, we'll keep doing it live, that was the intro, good? yeah, no, we're good, we're good, uh, that's this, the whole intro? That's the intro, that's right. the entire intro, this is the We Hate Anime Podcast, I'm yeah. Mothman, this is Frog, and, uh you know, what? can we just be candid about what's happening with Mike right now?
1: Uh, Mike died in a car accident four days ago.
0: No, no, we're gonna be candid, Uh it- it's Mike's birthday and uh Mike doesn't enjoy his birthdays. So to make him feel better, I bought him the Last of Us Two and he killed himself. <laughs> and uh I he was like, Yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying this game. He goes, Oh man, look, this Abby girl's getting her shirt taken off. And that was the last I heard of Mike. <laughs> Uh, speaking of which, did you hear the rumors about that frog? Like, I mean, I would Plus love to dogpile the train wreck that is this and this game for the entire episode. But uh,
1: uh, I mean, like, I'm a little frustrated with the discourse somewhat because like most people who are shitting on it haven't played it. But at the same time, it looks it doesn't look very good. <laughs> but uh, I, but also I haven't played it, so I, what can I say?
0: Well, uh, my biggest issue with it is just the fact I, I didn't like the first Last of Us, so I wasn't going to buy the second one because slow yeah. character driven drama like. Hideo Kojima has shown that you can do character-driven drama without being slow and pathetic. And he did that with like... Yeah, GS5 was fun. Metal Gear Rising Revengeance, I mean...
1: uh, I I don't think Revengeance is a very slow character drama.
0: No, but it's not, but that's the thing. Like, you can do character development, character drama, character interactions without it being slow. And we saw that with Metal Gear Rising Revengeance.
1: I mean, I don't even think slow is a problem. I think it's just boring is a problem.
0: Yeah, so uh, Um, I really liked The Last of Us 1's multiplayer, uh, and they took that out for the second one, so I'm I'm not going to play it. Like, any reason I had to play The Last of Us 2 is gone. But I think
1: most people it, didn't play the multiplayer in that game. I didn't. I, I. I mean, I think we had this conversation like, oh, like a year ago at this point. But like, yeah. I don't think I even remember there being multiplayer in the first one. So it was.
0: It was dark. It was. It was very grim dark because every time you lost an online match, like people in your surviving tribe died, and eventually, if you lost too many matches in a row, you would have to start your entire like conflict all over again because your entire clan died.
1: It was <laughs> oh, dark. I had, like, a- was it like a, like a like an overlay kind of thing, like for when you're over the course of multiplayer matches and shit? Yeah, yeah. Like so you it was gain I, or lose.
0: I, like I don't think I ever made it past like twenty days or something because people got brutal in multiplayer. Like they got super brutal. It's interesting. Oh, uh, uh, but it, it was a really it was a really good concept and it kind of made you feel like hey, every loss counts. Yeah. But yeah, I think I think the issue, um, it's the same reason why I haven't bought Borderlands three, even though I I desperately want to play Borderlands three, is just like. Patrick or oh gosh, Randy Pitchford. Patrick Warburton, yeah. Yeah, Randy Patrick Warborton. Uh Randy Pitchford has <laughs> actually been so bad. Like, he's such a terrible human being that I'm like, I yeah, can't. Yeah,
1: no, Pitchford is uh, he's something
0: else. <laughs> yeah, he's he's and so it's the same thing with Druckmann, like as think, mu-
1: it, there's like so many weird game devs in that same sphere. I'm not sure. Is this the same guy who had uh uh less than tasteful pornography on his disc drive that he left in like a, a restaurant or something?
0: That was Pitchford, I think.
1: Yeah, I think so. Yeah,
0: yeah. But uh and and, and that's alleged. I don't know. Um and apparently yeah, allegedly it was, apparently it was pedophilia too. That's that's like the full uh, story that I heard is it was basically pedophilia. Well, you know. But this is this is alleged. Allegedly. Like, it, you know, I, I don't need to hear that Randy Pitchford is a pedophile to know he's a bad person. Like <laughs> Yeah. Um, and, and so with Druckmann, uh, the reports have been coming in left and right. And the thing is, I tend to end up weirdly on the more right wing neo-Nazi sides of news posts, as I'm sure <laughs> you and Mike tend to end up on like the more alternative left side of things. And okay. so I've been hearing all sorts of things about Druckmann and this uh, development process. I guess uh, one of the people that did mocap and this is this is like he said, she said, but it makes for good drama. Um, one of the people in the mocap department admitted that they were like, "Yeah, so we didn't have enough actors who were willing to do like that weird sex scene with Abby." And they say that allegedly Randy filmed both sides of the scene, like he he <laughs> was in the bodysuit. Like, I don't think this is real, but it's That's just <laughs> it's great to imagine that he's so far yeah, up that, his own ass that he was literally up his own real, ass. Because
1: like, I would I would, like, I would take anything you hear from that. Sex with, with like eight grains of salt but at the same time that picture is hilarious just like randy <laughs> like
0: just raw dogging his own like morph souping like you like that you dirty slut or not randy yeah, yeah, just gosh
1: like, <laughs> randy's getting randy just get randy
0: and uh, gosh i can't even remember his no, name, that's, that's uh druckman though yeah yeah, yeah okay. get pitchford and druckman just to do the scene together the that's couple. that's that's a match made in hell right there oh absolutely but, uh yeah, so I've heard that. Uh, what are the, some of the other things I've heard? Uh, the biggest issue I heard is, I guess, uh Pitchford, and this is the thing that really disgusts me, is there was a writer, and I need to look her name up, but basically she's been with Naughty Dog, and she's the reason, like, the Nathan Drake Uncharted series has been really good. Yeah, like, she, that's all I've heard anyway.
1: I haven't played any.
0: Well, she was the reason, like, the writing on the Nathan Drake. Uh, Amy Hennick, that's her name uh so amy hennig was responsible i guess for some of the writing for the original legacy of kane series she's the reason the last of or, uh, the first last of us was good and she had a script for the last of us too and she frequently said she's like there's no reason being like there's no problem being a woman in the game industry like i've never had i've never felt males felt challenged by me like she's consistently said like Men helped me out all the time. They got me on the Legacy of Kane. They helped me make Enchanted really great. Like, I've never had an issue with male co- or, uh, co-writers co sure. and stuff like that.
1: For
0: her. And then.
1: I'm not gonna say she's representative, but yeah.
0: <laughs> no, but then, and, and, and then that's fair. Like, I can tell you right now from my wife's side of things, uh, her even trying to get into animation was such a nepotistic boys club that she was just like, yeah. I don't have the energy to fight these boys all the time.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I like hearing stories like that of a woman getting, like, in a, in a, Plays just fine, but like I, at the same time, I don't. I feel people like will point to those things and be like, "See, it's fine."
0: No, it's <laughs> like, it's absolutely not fine. Exactly. Uh, I exactly. definitely it's think not,
1: it's not. It's an issue.
0: I definitely think people like Pendleton Ward did a lot to like open doors for female content creators and stuff like that. And we're definitely in yeah. a renaissance where it's a good thing. Yeah. But. Yeah, my wife told me like that even in college she couldn't get her ideas pitched, and lower quality ideas than what were being pitched were being accepted because like it was a boys' club, and the guys would be like, yeah. "Hey man, let's write a a thing about a robot," and like the seven guys in the group would be like, "Yeah, let's do it," and then the two girls would be like, "That's dumb."
1: <laughs> okay, to be fair, the girls are in the wrong. Robots are fucking sick. Well, they are sick, I mean, but at like, that point, they deserve.
0: But uh, apparently, the other girl—not even my wife—but like the other girl had a legitimately more uh, interesting idea, and mm-hmm. their their project ended up doing poorly. It was like the worst in the class. That's weird. Yeah. So, but uh, back back to back to Henig. Uh, she she said she's like she had no I had no issue in the industry, and then Druckmann pretty much muscled her out of Naughty Dog. And and, and, I don't know the exact details, but basically he made her life more and more difficult at Naughty Dog until... And I'm not sure exactly whether she made the decision or Naughty Dog did, but it was like Hennig or Druckmann had to go. And it ended up being obviously Hennig left. Um, And and the issue here is we have Druckmann talking about like, hey, I'm a hero. I'm I'm such an ally. Look, I got LGBT representative in my game. Uh, But then he failed on the most basic human level where he's, like, abused people, not just women, not just, like... Like, he has abused people. uh, He's had people on a death march. He took his bonus before the game was even finished. He yeah. forced Hennig, one of the best writers in the industry, out of Naughty Dog. He completely butchered a beloved sequel to a game just for his own ego. Like, and then he has the audacity to come out and be like, I'm an ally, guys.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's, like, not to get political, but that's, like, a... Uh... That is a lot of, kind of, faces of politics, which is, like, they'll basically make empty statements or something about, like, being a progressive or what have you, and then just not actually do anything. <laughs>
0: well, that's so. why I don't tell people I'm a male feminist, because I'm not a rapist.
1: <laughs> uh, that is does a bad name, doesn't it? Yeah, that's no, weak. like,
0: uh, at this point, I would rather somebody call me, like, a chauvinist or, like, toxic masculinity than a male feminist. Like... Because at at least with the other ones, like, I wouldn't feel like I'm secretly a rapist.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the whole term, I mean, again, we're getting political now, but the the whole term, like, feminism has such a weird thing to it after the whole, like, uh, after, like, anything past 2016, using the word feminist almost feels cringy now, because it feels like the word has changed meaning. It hasn't, but it's just almost like the discourse fucked it up, right?
0: But Frog, we've seen a lot of, like, actually positive feminist movements in the last four years. Yeah, I know. It's, like it, that's why the, it sucks the me too movement has been amazing it has been monumental like yeah the
1: Me Too movement's cool uh, I, I don't like that the creator was uh, a <laughs> well whatever but um, I,
0: I i don't know the details about that i just know that at the end of the day the end results of the me too movement is
1: a good thing for sure no i'm, I'm with you there
0: yeah so mike's um, over here mike's like turning in his grave because like the one episode i'm not here <laughs>
1: It's, not, it's, it's very milquetoast politics here. It's like, oh boy, we're progressive. Who to guess? But yeah, whatever. Um,
0: oh, no, I, I mean, you and Mike are. I've, I've pretty much, if I haven't said it, like, even on the, even on like my Twitter account, I avoid politics. Like, I dodged the entire Black Lives Matter situation and the riots and the protests. Uh, and I mean, I, I, I was nipping. I was like, I was biting at the reins the entire time. Like, I really want to make a statement. I want to say stuff uh i i want to encourage positive forward thought in in all directions but i didn't say anything i just i, mean, I sat there and bit my fingers
1: i mean what your choice is about like speaking out or like whatever right? I'm, i mean if if you want to like be a silent silent uh advocate like that's that's your choice i'm just saying like in terms of general beliefs you're not like a you're not like a fucking chode I oh mean, jesus oh, you don't know sorry, that researcher. I mean, yeah, okay. I, I guess you, I don't know how many people you've lynched in your backyard, but at the same time, um,
0: I, I got two trees. You, we can do the we could do the math here, Frog.
1: Mm. Yeah. The answer trees. is
0: four because there's four branches.
1: Ah, per tree, so eight. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. uh, but <laughs> but yeah, it's it's the Last of Us Two has been a train wreck, and it it actually genuinely makes me sad. Um, and 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 the the weird thing is we're seeing such an inverse happen with CD Projekt Red right now, because. Neil Druckmann was the face of The Last of Us the entire time. Like, he was talking, he's like, yeah. yeah, you know, we're making sure the game's 100%, blah, 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 blah. Well, with CD Projekt Red, they're like, hey, we had to delay our game again. It was originally in April released, we've pushed it back to September, and now we're pushing it back to November. And the term, and, and we learned this from our friend Det. the term now is called the Death March.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's, that's and, like when you, I've read I've the specifics of it, but it's like a weird, like, super crunch in it.
0: Yeah, it's it's when you're on crunch. Um it's when you're on crunch the entire time. Like your deadline keeps getting pushed back. So like it's one thing yeah, it's like yeah. hey, the game comes out in three months, I need you guys to put in sixty hour weeks for the next three yeah. months. Yeah. Or the like, girls you like
1: the game or not, like the the methods in which the game was produced or not uh not cool. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's that's what happened with The Last of Us 2, is they have been in Death March for what, two years now?
1: Yeah, yeah, something like that.
0: And and what happens is the reason it's called the Death March is that is when studios will see everybody quit. Like, it is the highest turnover rate. Like, it is very uh, believable that the people that started the game, and when you're seeing the credits, like, the reason the credits list may be so long is because nobody from the original team is in there anymore. Nobody at all. Like, the, yeah. the directors are the only people. And CD Projekt Red, they're the, the guy who's been in charge ever since the first Witcher game, he's pretty much said, he's like, yeah... My guys are crunching. He's like, we have people putting in 60 hour work weeks. But we're trying our best to keep those guys from burning out. Basically, he's like,
1: still. I mean, it's it's not much better. But I guess well, they're honest. At least that's like the most I can get in there. There's difference between
0: uh, like a 60 hour work week, and I guarantee you, some of the people doing like The Last of Us were doing 90. Well, yeah, I'm sure it's better, end.
1: but like you know, it's still a crunch and it's well, yeah, whatever. It, it, but, well, to yeah. put
0: put it in perspective because uh, I guess a lot of people have never actually worked like a 60 hour work week or anything like that. Um, when you're doing, uh, when you're doing this overtime, cause the most I've ever worked in a week was 110 hours. And to give you an idea on how bad that was, I was literally sleeping on ultrasound tables. Uh, I was working on a imaging center where we were trying to get an MRI back up and running over the course of a week. And that week, cause I think I clocked 10 days on that job in total. In the last five days of that 10 day circuit, I was coming home to take a shower and change my clothes. I would drive an hour to the job site. I would work 20 hours. I would nap for four hours on an, on like a, a, a table. And just so you know, your productivity goes through the floor at that point. Like the point in which you're doing 18 hour days, it is the reason it's taking you 18 hours is because you are doing eight hours of work over the course of 18 hours because you have no energy left. Yeah. It's, it, it is god awful. Like that 110 hour day, there was like a point where we were ramping a magnet and I won't get into the technicals about it but like ramping a magnet takes about 2 hours uh, regardless of the magnet and what that is that's bringing the magnet from 0 tesla to anywhere between like 1.2 and 3. like 5 tesla. I think some companies make a 4 tesla magnet but we don't um, that could take about two hours, and we were reaching the point where we would flip it on, and if the ramp fails, it fails in the first twenty minutes, and you have to basically sit there and wait an hour to try again and stuff like that. There's all sorts of stuff you have to do. Yeah. But yeah. it was it was getting to the point where we would have this two hour ramp cycle, and we would just watch like Natural Lampoon's Christmas Vacation or something, and the we would watch like two or three movies, and the ramp cycle would have been done for like one to two hours by this point, and we didn't even notice because we were so burned out. So it, when you're working these 60 hour weeks, like 60 hour weeks, I can be productive for about three weeks straight. At about six weeks, my wife wants me to sleep in a hotel. (laughs) So I feel horrible for these people. And what I, what I recommend, and obviously I don't know if all developers can do this, but like when you have CD project red with cyberpunk 2077, you have to almost like give these people a 60 hour week and then like give them a 30 hour week or something. Right. You have to cycle that kind of work time.
1: Even then, at that point, just make the regular forty hours, and you you evened it out.
0: <laughs> no, because you you absolutely do have to crunch. Like you gotta be like on your most productive days, you have to put it out there. Like Tuesday and nah, Wednesday, you have to be that. slamming. Just balls push to the it back. Wall. I don't give a fuck. Sure, it's it, it's. But at this point, the nice thing is, I mean, the new release date is my birthday.
1: I mean, hey, there you go.
0: Yeah, I got a I got a Radeon Seven graphics card in here. I got a eight core processor, like. 32 gigs of RAM, and the whole thing's liquid-cooled. If I can't play this at 1440p, I'm going to crap my bed. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's that's the last of us talk. This is our video game discussion for the week.
1: Yeah. I'm talk what? about... Other game discussion. <laughs> yeah, I
0: was gonna say because I got I, I was looking at our docket just now. I'm like, I got Persona Four to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> and then our got... first
1: video game discussion of uh, <laughs> six. Um, we got yeah, D&D. So animes has been slow, guys. <laughs> yeah, we
0: got D and D. We got I, I think we got two animes. Uh, this is just just a quick side tangent, Frog. Before we talk about D D. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, this this corona the COVID has hit anime so bad this season that I actually yeah, finished is... watching Eighth Son. Are you kidding me?
1: Are you kidding me, Under Under any other Eighth circumstance,
0: Son. Eighth Son, yeah. Under any <laughs> other circumstance, this anime would not have been watched by me. Like I would have watched the first two episodes and canned it. But the problem is, it's there were four animes going this season, like Bocarina, which is uh the the one about I got reincarnated as villainess, and that's pretty good actually. I would have watched that. But, like, One Piece has stopped, Digimon has stopped, everything has stopped, and now I'm like, okay, God of Anime is coming out. Wait, One Piece and
1: Digimon both stopped?
0: Yeah, One Piece and Digimon both stopped.
1: One Piece hasn't stopped in a long time. That's weird. Yeah,
0: so I'm hoping that three months, like, we'll actually see an improvement in the episode pacing. Yeah. Unlikely, but I'm hoping.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, all I've been watching really consistently is uh, Kaguya-sama, which has been coming out consistently.
0: Oh okay. One I have uh,
1: a few shows that still are.
0: Yeah, we're we're so backlogged that we've been watching Violet Evergarden and Chibu. You were mentioning that. Yeah. Chibufuyu, Chifubublu. The one by yeah. Kyoto Animation about that weird chick with the eye patch.
1: Uh oh, um Chunibyo.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we could talk about that one, but uh it, I've never it,
1: watched it, but we can.
0: It's it's I've only seen like two episodes and it just frustrates me to no end. Imagine that. I'm pissed at a moe anime. <laughs> You? Uh, but never. Y- no, never. So talk about D and D frog.
1: Oh yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, I mean, I think I've made it clear I play D and D a lot. I'm like show before, but um, for a long time, uh, maybe since, geez, I want to say like September or something. I've I've uh, had my my personal campaign that I DM on like hiatus for fucking ever. Uh, so I started mine back up again just last week, a week from today. Well, we're recording on Sunday. It was last Saturday. Um. <clears throat> yeah. Wait, actually, I can check this calendar too. I'll tell you exactly what happened. It was the June twentieth, Saturday. I played D anD D again for the first time. Not for the first time, but uh, I started it again for the first time with new, with some new, uh, a new spirit, I guess I should say. Um, <clears throat> I invited a, uh, some a, a new player, actually Nicole, who's was uh, on the podcast like two, three weeks ago or whatever. Yeah, she like, was. Two, she was on two episodes ago. Two episodes yeah, ago. She, uh, she, at Ed of airing, she, she was two him. episodes back. Yeah. Yeah. So, as of airing this two episodes back or whatever, the one we talk about, Redline, she was on there. Uh, she played with us. That was fun. Um, she's, like, a monk character. That uh, does yeah, not make know, sense just... for
0: her personality at all.
1: <laughs> are you kidding me? She's, like, punching people? It's cool. No, no, uh, no.
0: Like, it, it, And I know Nicole listens to our episodes, like, so in our <laughs> in our Discord, and I'm just, like... I, I, I know myself and Mike are horny posters. Like, we absolutely are. <laughs> yeah. We ain't got a damn thing on Nicole. <laughs> So, like, out of respect for the monk profession, I would never play a monk. But, like, so I'm sort of like, Nicole's playing a monk, huh?
1: Monks are fun, man. Like, uh, you punch... When I think of a monk, I don't really think of, like, the, uh, like, kind of... Holy, holy boy, who like is uh, from a temple? I just think of a cool martial arts dude, that's like, like a hand-to-hand that's what fighter. In my mind, yeah, that's it mostly what comes to my mind. I, when I play a monk, I don't think of him as like some kind of like a uh, meditating guru. I think more of just like a, a more of like just like oh, I'm a kung fu master or something, or like, well, a karate uh, boy. I, I think that's just my interpretation, of course. I
0: think in Pathfinder they're actually called martial artists, and I think like the more monk esque class is actually like very close to clerical. I'm not 100 percent because I don't play maybe. Pathfinder I'm not sure. as much
1: yeah but, i have very but, very little experience but like D
0: needs to pretty much be like, like hey remember that monk class lol it's martial artist
1: yeah yeah basically um i mean it, it, and because you know because it's all fucking D. it's all of it, interpretation. interpretation inter- yeah, i can't talk today interpretation to whoever wants to play it right so you can play like a monk and be like a goddamn antichrist if you wanted to i don't care well you um, could be
0: i think you could be lawful evil you just have to be like
1: uh I, the lawful thing isn't even a thing in 5e it's only in like previous versions Oh, really? In 5e, there's no restrictions like that anymore. Um, except for... I mean, even then the restrictions can be lifted by the DM. It doesn't matter. Um, okay. And I'm, I'm very... I guess I'm very... I, I mean, DM, D&D is uh,
0: like the most open to homebrew since exactly. Fatal. So ex- like, yeah, you can ex- do whatever yeah,
1: exactly. you want. So I, I, I basically just let people do what they want for the most part. I, I feel like I'm pretty, pretty liberal as, as a DM. I just kind of... Uh, if you want to do this, uh, I'm most likely going to try and find a way for you to do it because I want people to have fun. But that's just that's you know obviously in certain settings you'd want to restrict things. I understand that.
0: Yeah, I think the but yeah. I, th- I think the most my DM has ever let me do is not making a lawful orc because I guess I guess in a lot of D and D lore that orcs tend to either be lawful neutral or lawful evil because uh, they they can get to the tribe structure, which mm. uh, apparently you have to have some semblance of organization and law. And I guess orcs like quickly switch between lawful evil and chaotic evil when they just start rampaging yeah and he's like yeah you can be chaotic neutral i was like thank you yeah that that's the most homebrew i've ever been allowed to do
1: <laughs> yeah that's i mean i'm i guess i'm a little more um not 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 to bring everyone else down I, just, I guess i just like having more kind of like uh, creative liberty and my stuff personally we actually made a bunch of cool races for it do you know what my campaign is basically i mean you'd probably like it it's basically just one piece um,
0: <laughs> actually fun fact uh one piece has a module right now
1: yeah I'd, I'd, i can imagine that'd be fun I'd, I'd probably do something pretty similar basically it's just like a world that's mostly water and the people and you, everyone's pirates so it's pirates, pirates of, of dark, dark water is, yeah and then they go around and they find different islands they have wacky adventures on each one and they move along it's, it's one piece
0: It's also Pirates of Dark Water, and, uh, you know, I'm pretty sure that was actually the plot for the last, like, three Pirates of the Caribbean movies.
1: I mean, pirate movies, that's basically what pirate movies are. (laughs) Pirate uh, stories, they're pirates who go and get into wacky adventures on different places. uh, And in between, they sail. And they have weird, wacky sailing adventures.
0: I guess uh, the the D&D module, because one of my buddies runs like 12 D&D campaigns. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, every other Saturday is Pathfinder. Uh, Every other Saturday that isn't that Saturday, we're doing a murder mystery house on Haunted Hill where everybody's a vampire. He's like going down the list. He's like, we're also going to now drop the D&D module because they've moved past D&D. Like they all actually hate D&D now. Damn. And they're like, we're including including this. We're uh, we're moving in this One Piece module. We're going to play One Piece. And we, I was reading through the rules. And the big thing is you can't actually start as a Devil Fruit user.
1: you got to find one.
0: Yeah, you got to find a Devil Fruit. And if you don't have, like, the knowledge to know what the Devil Fruit does. Because there's actually a giant encyclopedia in-universe of the Devil Fruits. Right. Uh, if you don't know what it does, like, you're pretty much like, oh, boy, what happened? Oh, I got the Soap Soap Fruit. Okay.
1: <laughs> now I could spit... Scrubbing bubbles at people. Mm. Yeah, now
0: I can turn people into scrubby bubbles as long as my willpower is greater than theirs. Have no
1: fucking idea what you're up against. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, as long as my opponent doesn't get wet, you know the one thing that universally counters all <laughs> devil fruits. <laughs> yeah, so then I'm safe. Yeah, it, it's uh it, with D and D, it's it's really weird because Pro Jared has like D and D December's that he does every year.
1: Yeah, I saw those.
0: And that's like when I turn off notifications for Pro Jared. <laughs> it's like. I do, I could not give a crap about other people's D&D adventures.
1: No, I don't blame you. Cause I, I think there's, uh, I mean, I guess like le- lately, like the last three, four years, D&D kind of blew the fuck up like crazy. Um, well,
0: it's, it's, I really, you want to, you want to have a conversation that I think if Mike was here, he'd be screaming at me right now. Uh, I'm steadily getting of the opinion that you should gatekeep your hobbies.
1: No, I'm not. I'm not with that. I understand the people who want that, but keep like keep the keep the bloodline pure or whatever. But like, no, nah, it's I. I just I, I when I when I'm into something, I I really like seeing new people be interested in it. Even if it's kind of it kind of frustrating for them to do make mistakes, I I'd rather correct them on that than um than keep them from getting into it at all. Well, it's, I want, it's... when I when I want, when I like something, I want people to love it as much as I do. So.
0: Well, it's, it's, there's, there's a certain thing. I'm okay with people entering hobbies and there's something I've always done. And I, I've, I've held very true to this. And it, for once, like I tell people to think and do yourself. If you enter a new hobby, do this, do this, please. Like do it for me, do it for everybody in the hobby. Just do this. If you're interested in a new hobby, go up to people a lot of tabletop hobbies and I'll use my example with 40k because that was the most recent example of it Mm -hmm. is I wanted to get into 40k so I went to the local Alaskan like Facebook group and I was like hey guys I'm interested in 40k but I don't know where to start can you guys help me I'm gonna pay for everything myself I'm going you know like I'm not asking for handouts I just want to enter this community I don't know where to start where do I start on the literature how do I play a game how do I figure out what race I want to like because with with 40k like if you want to build a full 2000 point army you're investing uh I, I play a horde army that's not fair uh you're investing anywhere between about 600 and 1800 dollars to build a full army without painting it yeah. it is nuts
1: yeah uh, no go- warhammer i remember uh i never actually played warhammer and never owned any because like not not because they're expensive because i never really interested particularly but i like the the models because they're cool but like uh, i went to a store one time and they were like it's it's a lot of fucking money.
0: <laughs> well, it, the the inverse is, and I think the game I think Games Workshop did this intentionally is the the fantasy version, which is Age of Sigmar. There's yeah. not a single army in that game that you can't start and have a full army with like three hundred dollars. In yeah, fact, uh, Age of Sigmar is so accessible that at one point, I think to start a spider army, which is like the, the Grot Spider Riders, was a big thing at one point, And they've kind of replaced it with a bunch of like mushroom eating psychopaths. <laughs> uh, it was $300 to build an entire spider ar- rider army. And that's nuts. Like for that kind of a game. And that was, I think, 63 models. And, and you could do it for 300 bucks. That's amazing to get into a tabletop game. That's mind-blowingly good, especially for an army building game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so that, that, that's, but what I was saying is like, you go in and you're humble and you talk to people and you don't make jokes. Like, the, the one thing you like, you can make observational jokes as a beginner and you'd be like, oh man, yeah, that's kind of cool that orcs do that or like whatever race you're interested in. With me, it was orcs. Um, but you do not under any circumstance like try to give your input. If you don't like something about the aspect of the game immediately, Sit down and see maybe why that aspect is there. Don't. Immediate- I
1: mean, I feel like that's just like a generally good advice for media when you're consuming something, especially like a, like an important hobby to somebody. Yeah. Just try and be like observant of what. I mean, I think like it's fine to critique things, but uh, also just make an effort to understand why they're in place.
0: Well, the the number one one that gets a lot of people frustrated is why are there no female space marines? Because uh, and, and that's the one that gets everybody pissed off is. Why aren't there any female Space Marines? It's like Just part of the world, I guess. I don't well, know. Well it's it's because the the way it is, and I'll I'll just break this down on a very, very low intellect level, just like to to make it clear, is yeah. the space marines are all based off the gene types of one of eighteen men. Yeah. And so it's 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 pretty much like these gene types come from men. Uh, and they put them in normal men, and then those men develop the traits of the 18 men that they came from, basically. Yeah. So, like, it's, it's very much like these are men made to be men, men, men. There are powerful women in 40k. Uh, this, uh, everybody uses the Sisters of Battles. I don't actually think the Sisters of Battle is a good example because it's just nuns with guns. But, like, the Drakari, which are the Dark Elves, like, they have powerful women. The entire Eldar race is nothing but powerful women. Uh, you have the orcs who are completely a gendered because there's no actual gender to the orcs. There's no women. Um, and then you have like the gene stealer cults where like half their HQs are women. Like there are powerful women in 40k. You don't need to focus them on like, hey, why aren't you know like why aren't the the, the space marines women? Because it's it it doesn't actually work with the lore. You'd have to massively overhaul the entire universe for it to work.
1: I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I. So- I I'm not aware of any of like the shit. I do I, you know that like, I mean, isn't the point of 40 K or at least Warhammer in general to just be like a, a really big dumb parody of like uh fascism, fascism, imperialism and shit. Like, uh, uh that
0: that's, that's kind of what 40 K became originally. It was kind of an observation on the po- cultures because when, when 40 K first started, like there were a lot of races, but like the orcs were very, very symbolic of like the rockabilly, uh, the British invasion punk rock of the seventies and eighties. Sure. And so, like there, there is, there is that, like it is a giant jab of like why fascism bad, um, and and there's definitely a lot of that. I think it's more like why religious zealotry that bleeds into fascism and like a total theocratic, uh, yeah. totalitarian I mean, state is bad. It, it,
1: it, it's all kind of adds into it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. So there's
0: yeah. Uh, why dogma bad. Like there's there's a lot there. There's a lot going on politics wise. Um, Sigmar <laughs> yeah. is very much less that. Right. sigmar sigmar falls more into the actual fantastical setting where this world isn't big enough for all of us, so let's murder each other
1: yeah no i so- I, I yeah I understand that like i some settings just like haven't really put politics in mind i mean there, there could be politics within the universe but usually a lot of them don't actually make statements on real world politics i guess like D D's like that. Uh, i don't think there's actually for, 40k
0: there. does 40k does 40k yeah no 40k state.
1: absolutely does I've, that's, that's yeah. most of what i've heard about it but like uh like something like and i don't think ever really comments on actual world politics it's mostly it has political systems that might like mirror them but i don't at least not in my mind i've never felt that they were like um uh commentaries on them or i guess you know yeah but, but,
0: so but the i guess reason- it really depends on the system the reason I'm huge on gatekeeping hobbies um it 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 mostly comes down to I don't mind new people in the hobbies, and everything is supposed to kind of develop and change as time goes on and I'm even okay like i I'm okay with inclusivity there's nothing wrong with it i mean it, as ironic as this is, like I have how many white superheroes like uh yeah two hundred I mean, the... three hundred yeah. white superheroes <laughs> like And guess who the cool, the two coolest superheroes, in my opinion, are both like ethnic minorities, like cyborg and blue beetle. And blue beetle was recently, I want to say in like the last 20 years was rewritten to be Latino. Oh, I see. Yeah. So like I'm okay with inclusivity, especially when it's done really well. I got no issue with that. That's not why I'm saying gatekeep hobbies. (laughs) Yeah. I'm saying gatekeep hobbies because new money stinks. And uh a lot of these groups, they want to make more money. Like Games Workshop is a business; it's not, you know, like a couple of guys yeah, around no. going, "Hey, we want." Well, you to yeah, enjoy I guess this. I feel
1: that. Like uh, all the new, all the new boys are going to come in, and uh, they're going to make they're going to make the changes that they want instead of uh, what yeah, we like. That's
0: actually that's actually the current state of Pathfinder. When you're talking about D and D getting really, really big. I don't know very many people that I was playing Pathfinder with fifteen, or that I was playing D and D with fifteen years ago who still play D and D. They've all moved to Pathfinder.
1: I mean, that's the thing, right? You can still play old D and D versions if you like them more. Really let, I, there, 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 I'll be I'm honest like,
0: with you, I don't want to play 3.5 anymore. I don't want to sit down <laughs> and go. roll 30 damn times every time somebody swings at me.
1: I mean, Pathfinder is very complicated, like 3.5 too. It's, it's Pathfinder is just like 3.5, but like with extra version stuff. Version
0: 2. Yeah, it, it's 3.5 <laughs> version 2. Um, That's actually why my, my two tabletop games at this point are 40k and Battletech. Yeah. And so...
1: I mostly just play 5e, although I'm gonna, we're gonna try and, uh, our, my, our little group is like gonna try and move on to like a uh, call cthulhu and stuff
0: uh the and maybe starfinder the, the you might honestly for you guys you really might like vampire the masquerade the actual tabletop game yeah maybe because it it talks about the fact that the one big th- issue is and you know in dnd when you're talking about like the alignments like good evil lawful yeah, chaotic yeah. stuff like it uh, the the problem with vampire is there's two characters that'll completely break the game if you have them and one's a Nosferatu, which is a ty- It's it's the clans basically. Yeah, no, that,
1: yeah, that, you can't go in the sunlight and shit, can
0: you? Well, you can't go in the sunlight as a vampire, but Nosferatu can't be seen, or they immediately yeah, break the masquerade. Like ugly,
1: they're like they're like actual hideous monsters. They're not yeah. like a, They're not like human looking at all.
0: No, so even like even in universe, if you have one on your team, it's kind of like uh. All right, well we can't go out in public with you.
1: <laughs> and the
0: other one are Malkarians. Uh, they're just. Uh, this might, might be Malkavarian or something, but they're incredibly difficult to play because they are actually insane. And I I haven't looked too deeply into the gameplay, but you actually like have to figure out how your character is insane and you have to actively role play that character. So like, if you have a group of like diplomats and you have a Malkarian with you and he's walking around and he's like, you have to actually like go up and sabotage the mission knowing that's not going to do well for your team, but you have to stay in character. You have to like, you have to go up to like a lady countess vampire and be like, I got cyanized for your titties and then like <laughs> slap her across the chest and run out of the room. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's uh, anything else you had for d d though?
1: Um, I mean, not not really. For the most part, I just want to talk about like I just wanted to talk about uh how it's cool to be back in the shoes of like kind of planning things again. Cause I've been I've been I've been playing D and D for since the entire time. I've been like in other campaigns, like my friends' campaigns. They play like um, her character is like a like a what we call him a falcon. It's like a custom race we made. It's just like a frog dude, but his legs got blown off, so now he has robo legs, and it's cool. But um, no, I just I was just kind of having fun making like uh, I drew like a little map for like the world, like showing all the different islands and stuff uh i've kind of developed more stuff about like the villains it's, it's just in general i've i've fleshed things out more i have a lot of plans for it but i i know i have players who are going to listen to the show so i'm not going to say too much about it yeah but uh, um
0: well it's it's oh,
1: well i was going to say i, I was going to stream that but i'm not going to stream those so never mind
0: <laughs> we uh d d never goes well for me it's it's really bad my wife does not like role-playing so we very rarely if ever play tabletop games
1: well, that's not gonna work. She doesn't like role playing, that's kinda of the whole point.
0: Yeah, it's it's, it's uh like well her her opinion is like she will play Divinity too. My wife will play Divinity, uh she'll play games like Mass Effect and whatnot, and she loves Monster Hunter more than anything, but like she is of the opinion that we have moved past the need for a lot of pen and paper RPGs because computer gaming has gotten good enough that you can do it without that.
1: I don't I don't respect that. No, no, no. I, I, like, I don't necessarily
0: agree with it, but I can see where she's coming from.
1: I mean, yes, there is a there is a, a great amount of like cool video games that kind of fill a, a role playing like niche, but it's never it's not the same thing as getting a bunch of pals together and making your own thing up. You know, you can't just do that with a computer. You can't just go with a computer and make anything. Um,
0: That's true. Um, yeah, you do have to. Actually, one of the things is I was I was using uh, Mega Mech Labs, which oh my gosh. So uh BattleTech is huge. Like they've just they've never released a new edition of BattleTech. They've just added rules to it and the game has been going for 35 years. Damn. So uh they have this thing where if you want to run a campaign, they actually have a program that does it. And I think I'm pretty savvy when it comes to pen and paper. I can't use this program to save my life. <laughs> I can build mechs and I could kind of run them in simulations, but I cannot run a campaign through this program to save my life. Because this campaign is like, you have to have one dedicated mech tech per mech. You have to have X many mechs working on it. And by the way, while you're flying from one jump point to another to take a contract, one of your techs can blow up a component in your mech that you paid millions of C-bills for. And it's just like, your your mech is more destroyed before you even end up into the battle than it would be befo- like after a battle. Because your techs are impossible to control.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: i'm like i don't want to play this anymore this is just dwarf fortress with extra steps and i didn't think that was possible
1: <laughs> dude I can't, I can't i can't play that game that game's scary dude, well, i've like I tried is- playing df but like it's uh it's just so much to think about
0: i'm, I'm still of the mindset like because i've i've been around the internet since before dwarf fortress but like even I'm still waiting for the GUI release.
1: Like, it seems like a really good thing that I would like because I'm like my, my super ADHD brain always has something to do in that game. And there's always like something to like look at and, and think about. But well, I, it's it's just like I, it takes so much. It's a huge learning curve, I guess.
0: I think there's actually a Twitter account dedicated to like uh, it's it's dedicated to like patch notes of Dwarf Fortress out of context.
1: <laughs> yeah, and
0: it's stuff where it's like, uh, children can no longer score fatal hits against vampires. And it's like what? <laughs>
1: Yeah, wait, I, got, I got yeah. Dwarf Fortress patch notes. Yeah, stopped cats from dying of alcohol poisoning after walking over damp tavern floors and cleaning themselves. Wait, <laughs> yeah. What? Well, yeah. It's
0: like patch notes Twitter. Is it like a Twitter account?
1: It's called Dwarf Fortress patch notes. Yeah.
0: Gosh dang it! It's a bot. Yeah, it's, it's a bot. just stop dwarves from silently dissolving their marriages when they make a close friends. <laughs> Made so install I'm- colony jobs <laughs> respect each other's targets. You should avoid boxing them if you can.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's it's a good it's a good account. Um, yeah,
0: it's it's that's great. Um, yeah, moving moving to story time. Do you have anything that happened this week or this last month or uh, uh, any big I events, mean, Frog?
1: The, well, oh, right. You want me to talk about? Yeah, okay. So, uh, as of June seventeenth, uh, I am officially done with my college program, and now I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do in my life.
0: <laughs> you have a degree now.
1: I do have a degree in programming.
0: In programming. Okay, I yes. thought you actually went with graphic arts and I was going to make the McDonald's joke.
1: No, that was, uh, I mean, that was before we started the podcast. I finished that. Yeah, um, okay. Yeah, I, I had one year in graphic design, like, um, uh, yeah, before we before we started recording this, I think actually we started recording this after, basically right after I finished my first year of this course, and I just finished the second and last one. It was a two-year course, that yeah, it was a lot more, like, packed in and shit. Yeah, And, um, yeah, it's over. Now I'm looking for, hey, you know what? If anyone wants to hire me to make their website, uh, <laughs> hire me. Uh, call I ha-
0: me. I have not done web design since I was 16, and HTML4 was still a thing.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm actually not very good at it yet. But if you want to hire me to uh do something at your company, uh, here's my really fucking weird application. Um, but so- no, uh, you know, I, I had a d- pretty decent time. Obviously, they, it was cut a little bit short in terms of, um you know the whole COVID thing has made it a little strange basically because the last half of the year was done all inside in my house yeah. um well, I weird but I mean I guess it works pretty well for my degree considering I just sit a computer all day anyway so yeah. it's whatever well
0: I, I, I hope to hear like you know when you start getting crunch time and uh oh, yeah, comes and prays on you and says frog
1: mm-hmm. I need
0: you to program me having graphic sex with myself frog here's the mocap <laughs> suit put it on frog <laughs> The hole <laughs> yes, in the Mr. butt is natural, Frog. Don't worry about it.
1: Yes, Mr. Druckman. Anything for oh. Mr. Druckman.
0: So I got I got security called on me at one of the hospitals I work on the other day. Oh
1: yeah. yeah Did you say that last week? I'm not sure. No, I, don't no, I
0: didn't. Um it, it, i was I was so mad though. I think uh, my wife and I were on like Neon Just Evangelion episode like fifteen or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm on call last week, so it's it's fine. Like I'm the guy who has to take the calls that week. It it happens. We we do there's five of us, so I only have to do it like once every five weeks. But it was my week, and sure enough, like day one, Monday of my week, the an MRI at one of my major hospitals goes down, and I hate this hospital. Um, right. and I don't hate the hospital because like I I service probably six pieces of equipment at that hospital, so like I like the hospital on paper because I like the people, but they're uh they're partnered with a bigger hospital in Oregon, like it's just a satellite hospital for this one in Oregon, and right now with COVID, a lot of hospitals are on, like super lockdown right now. Right. And it's, it's fine. For the most part, I have a vendor badge that gets me anywhere I need to go. And they'll just ask me like, they'll, you know, they'll scan my chest and they'll be like, okay, uh, you're good. You don't have a fever. And I'm like, good, good, good. But this site, they call me at nine o'clock at night and they're like, okay, come on, Moth. You got to get in. You got to get in. You got to get in. I'm like, okay, okay, I'll go fix the magnet. So I walk in and after nine o'clock, the only way to get into that hospital is through the ER. And I'm in a bad mood because, you know, it's nine o'clock at night. I got to get up and Eleven yes. hours, and I got no idea how long this job is going to take me. Right. Uh, sorry, I got to get up in like ten hours because I wake up at seven. Um, so I, I get on site, and I walk through the front door of the ER, and sure enough, they're ready to scan me. And I'm like, "Hey, uh, you know, I'm I'm Moth. I, you know, I'm here to work on the MRI. I don't have any fever. I haven't been out of state in the last two weeks. I've self quarantined. I got a swab last week actually, and it came up negative. Uh, I'm just here to work on the magnet. This MR tech called me in. This is what's going on." Well, she looks at me, and normally this gets me into every hospital, vendor badge or not. Like, the fact that I know exactly what I'm doing gets me in. This was like, where's your vendor badge? I'm like, I don't have one. She's like, you don't? I'm like, no, you guys have the worst security on the planet. Like, getting a vendor badge from you is impossible. And she looks at me, she goes, we can't let you in without a vendor badge. I'm like, okay, um, I'm going to call MR right now, and I want you to explain to them why their magnet's not getting fixed. I'm in the wrong, by the way. Like I am 100 percent in the wrong in this story. I, I it's it's here's the thing. Every other hospital, I go to their radiology director and I say, "Hey, I need a vendor badge to work on your equipment." And they give me a like. They go and they take me to HR and I get a funny picture taken because I've never taken a straight pic- like my uh, my military ID on the Air Force Base in Anchorage. Uh, I've gotten yelled at by so many officers for looking like a jackass in that picture. <laughs> Uh, because I think in that picture I literally have my finger up my nose. Oh my God. And uh I've been stopped by like E9s and they've been like, what the hell's wrong with you? And I'm like, Well, <laughs> uh I don't work for you, so back the hell up, Skippy.
1: Just gonna pog at
0: my driver's license. No, it's it's honest uh, yeah, that's what you can get away with. And I've actually said that to people on military bases before. They're like, I oh, that, that ID looks like crap and I'm like, Yeah, well I don't report to you, so piss off. And uh I've I've said that to people's faces before, and uh th- they can't do anything like the most they can do is call security and then they waste my time and then I get to go okay I bill uh, and I don't actually bill this but like my parent company like we bill 200 dollars an hour for wasted time. Do you want to compensate me right now? And I've dropped that threat once the guy disappeared. <laughs> but uh yes, yeah, so like every like even this military base, I literally have walked down and I've said, "Hey, these are the departments I need to get into. Please give me a badge." And they give me a badge, and it's no issue. This hospital, uh, for about three years, I was getting a badge with them. Like, I've I've worked at this company for seven years. So the first, like, three years, I was getting a badge. And what I would have to do is, like, every three months, my badge would expire because they would go with different vendors for security. Like, oh, now this company. And they would, like, change the wall locks every time, too. So it was nuts. (laughs) These guys were pouring hundreds of thousands of dollars into security. So, like, every three months, I would have to go downstairs into the basement of this hospital where there's no windows. And if the guy didn't feel like working that day, the guy in charge of handing out badges, I would have to come back another day. It's not uncommon for me to work 60 hours a week without this kind of stuff happening. Jeez. So like you you go down and you have to sit there and read a pamphlet and then you have to take a test while the guy watches you. And then he grades the test. And if you fail, he tells you to come back tomorrow. And so it's like, I need to emphasize how difficult it is to get a badge through these people. So after three years, I just stopped trying. I was like, this isn't worth it. Nine times out of 10, I just walk straight into radiology because it's before five o'clock at night and I just fix the stuff and leave. It's not that hard. Well, I get security called on me that night (laughs) and security is right next to ER. And the guy like pulls me into his office and he looks at me and goes, you do have a vendor badge. I'm like, yeah, I do. He goes, it expired in 2017. I'm like, yep. He's like, why didn't you get a new one? And I'm like, well, because I don't have time to sit in a basement for four hours to get a badge that expires every three months. Uh, I can't do that, guys. I'm sorry. I'm way, I, I'm way too overworked as it is to deal with your crappy little politics. Right. I just walk into the department. He goes, that's against policy. I'm like, I'm sure it is. And I apologize, but like you, you guys don't make this easy. This is nonsensical for me as a vendor. And he goes, well, I can't let you into the MRI. And so I pulled the same crap with him. I said, okay, I'm going to call MRI right now. And you're going to talk to them. You're going to explain to them their, their magnet that makes them a boatload of money every day. Uh, You're going to tell them why that magnet's not working. And I'm going to go home and keep watching anime with my wife. Well, that really pissed him off, but it got me into the <laughs> magnet. So the guy's pissed the entire time as he's, like, escorting me to MRI.
1: Right. I mean... And, and
0: I, I don't think anything of it. Like, I'm just like, whatever. And I end up working till almost 1 in the morning. At I think I actually, like, got home at 2 in the morning. And at 7 o'clock, my phone is blowing up. And it's my oh. boss.
1: <laughs>
0: and he's like, what the hell did you do? I was like, uh uh wh- wh- what do you mean specifically i've pissed off a lot of people in the last few days he's like i got the imaging director of this hospital up my ass And i'm like oh <laughs> is he glad that i fixed his magnet last night he's like no he's <laughs> like he's pissed because security wrote three formal complaints about you oh boy He's like, they wrote a formal complaint for MRI, uh, for allowing a unregistered vendor to work on their equipment, which that's a load of garbage because I'm the only person in the state registered to work on that equipment. Yeah. He's like, they let uh an unregistered vendor on. They like they basically like threw every complaint they could at me and drove up such a stink because I was being such a dick to these guys. <laughs> uh, they're basically like, you're not allowed back in that hospital until you like basically get your vendor credentials. And I was like, okay, so. All right, so, so I, I basically like pissed off an entire hospital because I did my job.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean,
0: but like, how pathetic are you as a security department that you have to like, <laughs> you have nothing going on that you have to write up a vendor who's actively trying to make your life easier?
1: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, th- I've I never kind of, I've always been kind of a, not a fan of like formalities like that. But just like, yeah. But I mean, at the same time, I understand that it's like all for organization's sake. I mean, you were in the wrong, but at the same no, time... No, no, I, absol- I absolutely <laughs> wasn't in the wrong,
0: and the next day, because I... But I it do was agree two- with
1: you that, like, it's, I, I fucking hate having to, like, uh, you, oh, you need, like, your fucking, uh, you got a license for that, you know?
0: Yeah, well, no, I do have a license for it, actually. Yeah, I no. am, I am actually certified to work on all their equipment.
1: You need the license license.
0: Yeah, and it's, it's, uh, I tried that stunt the next day, because it was a two-day job to fix the MRI... And I walked into the main hospital and somebody must have made them aware of who I was because security was like waiting for me to come in. He's like, "Uh, sir, you can't come in until you have vendor credentials. I'm like, all right. Uh, and this time I wasn't even I was pissed. I was like, we had this song and dance yesterday. I'm like, you can let me in or your magnet could stay down. Like, I, I'm not going to play this game. And I, I wasn't playing it last night. I'm not playing it now. Let me in or the magnet stays down and I'm leaving. Yeah. And the guy actually put his hand on his taser. <laughs> and goes i need you to leave the premise and not come back until you have a vendor certificate
1: uh, okay i'm
0: like okay and i called my boss and i'm like i'm sorry i'm not allowed back on the site i don't know why they're doing this uh, this is insane uh and i'm not kidding like i can walk onto my local yeah. military base yeah i just walk the hell on and nobody asks me any questions as long as you have a multimeter in your hand nobody cares what you're doing <laughs> And I've actually proven this. I've walked, around a host- I've walked around the Air Force Base. I left my badge in, like, an MR control room and walked out of the cafeteria with a multimeter in my hand, like, past four officers, and nobody even questioned me. Yeah, I believe it. At this hospital, because they're partnered with Oregon, is insane.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess they just want to do their job right.
0: <laughs> but... I, I just, it, I, I don't know. It, it, it frustrates me.
1: I mean, yeah, of course it'd be frustrating, but at the same time, it's it is it is just kind of what you're supposed to do.
0: But it's it's not a federal policy. That's the thing. Like, oh man, if, if it was a federal <laughs> policy, I would complain and I would gripe and I'd whine about it. But th- I would go do it because I, I I would literally have to. It's not even required by local law.
1: I don't know. I don't
0: know. Company so policy, I
1: guess, or like that specific places policy, or what have yeah, you. Yeah, so
0: it's it's nuts. Like, and and the the native hospitals up here in Alaska aren't even that bad. And the native hospitals have the tightest security I think I've seen. Like, I have to get COVID swabbed every time I go into a native hospital. Yeah. And that is so much fun. I don't know if I sent you guys that video, but, like, that is just the most aggravating thing you can have happen to you. I don't think so. Uh, They jam a, they jam a cotton swab all the way back to your sinuses. Ugh. Yeah, it's like you're sitting there hacking and gagging the entire time, and it's just making it worse. I don't like that. So yeah that's that's uh that's the security story um one thing i wanted to talk about frog did you did you play any of the persona games i don't know not
1: a <laughs> one okay. i have very little int- I, mean, I have friends who played it in high school and they they're big fans of that shit but uh no i've i i, I don't care for um rpgs 99 percent of the time no, no, as that's i've fair. made it very um, clear on twitter.com
0: no no you're good um the, the one thing I wanted to talk about today, uh, with, mm. with, because I think we can, we can pretty much wrap up game talk after this. Uh, yeah. to the surprise of nobody, like Persona 4G has finally been ported to PC. And I think, yeah. I think porting Persona 4 Golden to PC was the best decision they could have made.
1: I mean, it's your favorite Because, one,
0: right? well, uh, yes, and for good reason. It's, it's, I actually look at this, these, I know it seems weird, but I actually look at a lot of things objectively. <laughs> And I genuinely think Persona 4 Golden was the best Persona game they could have brought to PC.
1: I don't even, I don't think I believe in objective quality for stuff like that, but. Well, well. Unless it's like literally non-functioning, like.
0: Well, I guess had, like glitches
1: we, are an objective flaw, unless you think of them in a weird way, but.
0: Well, we had, we had Mike pretty much confirm last episode that Persona 3 is so fragmented as a game that you can't, like, do you want to, do you want to import Persona 3 for the PS2? Do you want to convert, do you want to import, like, Persona 3 Portable, which is missing a lot of content? Like, yeah, it's I mean, basically, like, you can't do that with Persona, Persona 3. Persona 1 is a glorified Shin Megami Tensei game, which you have to be dedicated to play that game. And then Persona 2 and Persona 2 Innocent Sin, which I think is the sequel. There's, like, two Persona 2s. One's called, like, Guilty uh, Guilty Virtue, and the other one's called, like, Innocent Sin or something. Um, yeah. That's also very fragmented and confusing for a player base. And Persona 5 Royal, uh, I think is still technically slated as a Sony exclusive. They can't sell it to another console for a bit. So their best choice was literally Persona 4 Golden. There was no other yeah, Persona probably. game they could have brought over.
1: Yeah. Also, it's the one that's most popular too, so it makes sense.
0: Yeah. And it's like I, a I big, was, big one. Yeah. And objectively, it's, it's the best one. It's, <laughs> it, I, I mean, as far as like, I, I would say Persona 5 had a lot of better things.
1: I mean, Vercedify has a really cool, like, aesthetic. I'll give it that. I don't, I don't know much about it, but I like the music in that one. I like the way it looks. That's about all I can say. Hello?
0: Yeah, yeah no, no, no. I, I I hear you. I just, uh... Yeah, yeah. I'm, no, I'm no. getting yelled at right now, if you can't <laughs> hear.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. No, I can't.
0: All right, we're back. Uh, sorry about that. I had a technical difficulty in the form of my wife... Uh, she is a machine. yell at me. <laughs> She's, no, she is not. She's a mechanical uh, she android, yell at me. yeah. Yeah, I I wish like I'd be fucking I, I constantly, bald. dude. I constantly have this conversation with my wife. I'm like, if just so you know, like if I can ever gene splice myself, I don't know. I don't care what happens, <laughs> but I will gene splice myself in a heartbeat. If I get to replace my arms with aluminum, I will heartbeat. No questions asked. Like boom.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh yeah. So like it's 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 not even a question. I will become a machine in a heartbeat. I will become uh, back, back a frog. Yeah. Back to the Persona games five. It's really interesting to me. Uh, I I remember Yahtzee on Zero Punctuation when he was talking yeah. about uh, he was talking about Portal One versus Portal Two, and he said, "Well, Portal Two had more time, effort, love, care, technical power. Like it, Portal Two had way more put into it than Portal One. Portal One and and he's like, and Portal One cut more corners than a Circle Factory. He's like, I think Portal One's a better game, mm. and uh, that's how I feel about Persona Four Golden versus Persona Five Royal. Uh Persona, and I've played them both. Like I've actually played the three main persona games, uh three, four, and five. I just I I refuse to to go back to one. Well, they're they're Shin Megami. Like at the end of the day, Persona 1, 2, and 2.5 are Shin Megami Tensei. There's no question about it. Mm. Um But Persona 5 has better level design. It has a more interesting world to explore overall because Persona Four still did what the previous games did, where all the dungeons were procedurally generated. Right. Um, the way you recruit, uh, the way you recruit personas is more interesting. Like it, almost everything about Persona Five is better. Like it, everything has been expanded on. But every, Persona, every
1: technical aspect to it is like yeah, yeah.
0: But Persona Four is still a better game.
1: I, I get that. I understand that. Like. I'm trying to give like an example. Portal. Portal is a pretty good example. Although I think I, Portal Two yeah. I think is a great game too. Um, yeah.
0: Uh, well, it's 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 at the end of the day, like Portal Two has more to offer you, but Portal One is still the better game, and it's.
1: I think I go it, back it, to it's Portal kinda, Two a lot more often than Portal One, though.
0: That's fair. Um, I'm trying to think of another example because it's it's also unfair because Persona Four is like you know you can't say it's like sequel syndrome because Persona Four is the fourth game, and Persona Five is the fifth game. I I think the best example of that is saying. Hey, Final Fantasy Seven is better than Eight.
1: Yeah.
0: Or Final Fantasy Four is better than Five. I mean, like, it, 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 sure. and this is apples. This is actually apples to apples because it's the it's the same company. It uses a lot of the same ideas and a lot of the same technology I and don't whatnot. Think
1: Square made Persona.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. But like, this is the these are the same games. Like, this oh, is oh, comparing yeah, yeah. Seven to Eight, yeah, yeah, Four yeah, to yeah. Five. Like, so, but I'm actually really worried about Persona Four Golden. And the reason is, is like, and I, I think I was posting this on my Twitter. It was cracking me up. I went to the Steam discussions, which I literally never do. Yeah, like what? <laughs> because I'm, I'm so scared for Persona 4 right now. And it was so great because people were like having conversations like, so when are we going to have a pregnancy mod added to the game? <laughs> yeah. And it was like, is Nanako really six? Cause she got me feeling funny. <laughs> <laughs> and like right now, and I, I, from like the time Persona was released, for about two weeks, I think we're kind of in the golden age of Persona 4 Golden coming to PC. And it's because, like, the memes, the memes are being made by people who love Persona on the, the Vita or the PS2. Uh, the memes are being made by people who love the game. The, the content, like, this is, but, like, we're going to have the people who have never played the game and they'll be beating it about this time. I think the first time I played Persona 4 Golden, I, played it for two weeks straight and it took me two weeks straight to beat the game. And that was like, I would get back from class at four in the afternoon and I would play that game from like seven at night to one in the morning. So like six hour time chunk, I would play this game and it took me two weeks to beat it. Yeah. So we're going to, in about, in about a week or so, like probably a week from the episode airing, if not the week, the episode airs, uh, people will have digested it and they're going to start talking about it now because this is like, like, Persona 4 Golden is the big granddaddy RPG. It's the game that, like, hey, your older brother talked about, and now you get to play it for the first time. And I think we're going to have a lot of people who miss a lot of the points of Persona 4 talking about it, and we're going to have a lot of people who go into the conversation about, oh, one of the characters is trans. One of the characters is gay. Yeah, there's, like, like a
1: bunch of stuff about that. (laughs) I I, I know basically nothing about Persona but i i still heard like shit on the side of like yeah Naoto is like a isn't she just a girl like she says she's she's, she's like a, girl.
0: a girl yeah she's a girl and she accepts being a girl yeah. um and and there's a lot you could discuss here what was really funny japan pulled a really funny almost joke with the character interactions cuz there's a character kanji who enjoys feminine things like sewing sure. that's actually his huge character arc cuz he loves sewing yeah um and he doesn't he wants to be viewed as hypermasculine so he can be like a uh basically his dad for his mom, so he can be like uh so he can be the man of the house. But uh his his hypermasculinity gets challenged because he finds Naoto super attractive. He's like the first one to kind of feel subconsciously she's a girl. And he gets confused because like, I can't be gay, <laughs> I have to be a man. And, like, the entire character arc is he's attracted to a girl, but he thinks he's gay, and the girl has some... She does have some gender identity issues. And so, it's... In my opinion, it's actually, like, really brilliant storytelling, the way they have these two characters interact with each other. Yeah. And it's going to get poo pooed. It's going to get poo pooed by smooth brains. Uh,
1: I'm sure if it happened once, it's probably happened again, so, you know. It's,
0: it's happened twice now. <laughs> and then every couple of months, I'll just go on Twitter and someone will have drawn, co- like, Nauto as a black man and be like, I'm trans, yo.
1: I, I don't understand. I mean, I don't, like, with stuff like that, I don't find them harmful interpretations. I just find them very strange and not... I mean, it's whatever. Well, I it's,
0: it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's, to me, it's no different than the people who draw porn of characters. Like, yeah. you have the ability to artistic expression liberation. That doesn't mean we're going to acknowledge you.
1: I mean, it's, yeah, it's like, I, I don't really get it. I don't understand why you've drawn Dicku as, like, a Hispanic, uh, like, six foot tall, uh, buff Chad Lee, and then. Uh, like, I don't know, what's another character from My Hero? I haven't watched that show in ages. <laughs>
0: Bakugo. <laughs> sure, Bak- Bakugo? Literally is his, like his alter ego, foot Bakugo. He's a tall,
1: black, like, I don't know, uh, woman now. It's, it's, it's like, it's like, okay, like, whatever, right? But, I'm just confused, I guess. I understand that people want yeah. like, representation, but like, and I, 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 Am I here? I don't, I don't know.
0: I, I, I can't actually speak on representation. I realize that I don't have a lot of place to talk about that because I've yeah, been represented. for basically years. Basically, where I'm at.
1: I just think it's kind of weird, but like I I, I don't I don't <laughs> find any harm in it. I guess is basically where where I, I draw the line. I'm just like okay, like I don't I don't like care for this, but I'm not going to stop you.
0: You know, what's really bad is I complained about poor representation of my heritage for the longest time i was like man can i have a movie where germans aren't viewed as nazis like like can i have a movie where the german guy isn't either a nazi or eugenicist
1: yeah
0: and then my wife and i like watched uh django unchained the other day for the first time and have you seen that no It has, they, they, they brought Christopher Waltz back, the guy who was the Nazi in Glorious Bastards. They brought him back and he's like Django's trainer who like teaches him how to be a bounty hunter. Yeah. And it was like the single most glorious role I've ever seen a German man in. I loved that role for him so much. It was so fun to see. And it was so refreshing to see a German who isn't like a eugenicist. (laughs) It didn't help the fact that he was still a doctor.
1: She just, I don't know, just go on YouTube. YouTube. I, I, I uh, should have been happy when for, I was ahead. There's uh, like a German guy who plays Minecraft, probably. Oh watch uh, Minecraft. No, it's the
0: Slingshot channel.
1: Oh, I, 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 that guy is German, isn't
0: he? Yeah, he is. Um, but yeah, so Persona 4 is out, and I'm in the heyday of memes. I'm enjoying it. In about a week or so, people are going to be stupid about it.
1: Yeah, that's games. <laughs> that's, that's video uh- games.
0: Now uh, to wrap up our podcast and actually talk about things. Oh yeah, we got, uh, is there, there anime? Uh, uh, hang on. <laughs> uh, like I said, I've been so backlogged—not uh, even backlogged. I've been so ahead of the backlog now that I'm like I'm just finding stuff to watch. Uh, Violet Evergarden. Have you seen it,
1: Frog? I've not seen it, but I've heard mixed reviews, basically.
0: Okay, I will save it for Mike because Mike sure, yeah. will go absolutely insane sure, like, sure, I, he, good... I I've had no issue like plowing through everything Mike loves this episode, but I will get so much more of a reaction from him as I complain <laughs> about Violet evergarden sure. than anything else that i'm I'm willing to wait sure sure um so, but but there's a cat anime that just released on Netflix don't watch it
1: <laughs> i didn't i mean I hadn't planned on it you you'd shown me uh it, before we recorded like you mentioned it like a quick second I looked it up, and it didn't seem like my uh it's
0: it's. I actually have to go back to episodes and apologize for crapping on all of the Miyazaki movies because <laughs> the whole time I was watching this, a whisker away. I think that's what it's called. Uh, I, I just my wife and I were bored. My wife loves cats, and she was bored.
1: Right, I mean, like you can this, stick this movie you can stick cats on anything and make good. So. Yeah, it's
0: it's it's this movie was such a bargain bin. Uh, spirited Away, it was like, kind of like when the Cars movie came out, and like all the the companies in Latin America were like making their cheap spin-off of Cars, yeah. and you could get it at Redbox and only at Redbox. Like that—that's how a Whisker Away felt. It was a heavily discounted Miyazaki film.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, the characters were unlikable. There was not really good development or characters. Like, it, there was Deus Ex Machinas everywhere. And there was, there was stuff that just doesn't make sense. Like, towards the end of the movie, uh, she gets stuck as a cat. And the boy that she's interested in comes to rescue her. And he just gets, like, his hands get turned into cat paws. And nothing else. And nobody explains why that happened to him. Huh. Just like, like, they go, oh, your hands turn into cat paws. He's like, this is weird. And then they just <laughs> keep walking.
1: I guess this is my life now.
0: Yeah, basically, it's just it, the whole movie was so painfully bad <laughs> to watch. It, it, like I feel bad now saying spiritual. But I feel bad saying Spirited Away was a walking simulator because even though it is, like it, it I, I remember there are like four or five parts that I can vividly remember. I mean,
1: I haven't watched that watched... movie. I've heard it's very good, but like, I, I mean, there can be good walking simulators.
0: Well, it's it's, it's a, I recall. haven't watched. I haven't watched Spirited Away in over a decade, and yet I still clearly remember the boiler room scene. Yeah, there you go. I still clearly remember the baby scene. Yeah. I remember the scene with the bathhouse where they got no face that they're dealing with. Yeah. Uh I remember the scene where her parents become pigs. Like, I remember a lot of that movie vividly. I've seen it twice in my whole life, maybe three times. I haven't seen it in over a decade, and I remember a ton of it. I watched A Whisker Away last night, and I have no idea what the hell happened. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I know that there is a cat Hey, that's how who... I felt about
1: Tower of God <laughs> It's fine
0: Dude, it just, There's nothing to watch this season <laughs> Just let me watch Tower <laughs> of God There's nothing There really isn't let me watch Korean Hunter x Hunter, please.
1: <laughs> is that what you call it? I mean, all right.
0: Yes, I call it Korean Hunter x
1: Hunter. Um, there's also another webcomic that's getting an anime next season, I think.
0: Oh, High School. Uh, like God of God High, of high school? school. It's
1: a very odd name. It sounds like it's going to be shit, but I don't know.
0: I, I will tell you right now, something that's been killing me is I really, really want to watch Baki. I love Baki. Watch I've watched like the first five episodes of the first season. Yeah, go watch uh, I got to the point where Speck like jammed the bullets in that dude's mouth and then like knee kicked him.
1: Yeah,
0: uh, And that was like, that show is great. It is everything I want in an anime. It's almost as good as Golden Kamuy. <laughs> and my wife hates it. And I, if just, I'm not with my wife, I'm not watching visual media at all.
1: Just, Just do it.
0: <laughs> no and especially not anime like i when i paint my models and my miniatures i'll have like red letter media playing in yeah. the background i can't do that with anime because i don't listen to dubbed anime and baki deserves your respect baki deserves you sitting down and watching it. i
1: wasn't a huge fan of what i've seen of baki but it looks fun I, it's definitely a certain crowd i mean i i, I love hanging yeah. Ashura, which is directly inspired by baki just a lot different so i don't know
0: By the way, I uh I actually went back and was reading, not actually reading, reading, but there are the scenes in uh, How Heavy Are the Dumbbells You Lift? Yeah. There are scenes where they talk about, like, the proper form to do each workout. Yeah. And I was reading, because somebody basically uploaded only the pages where they talk about how to do the proper form of any given workout.
1: Yeah.
0: They toned that stuff way down for the anime. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. No, no, yeah. I I read that manga, like, ages ago. (laughs) (laughs) That fuck is fucking horny, dude. Holy shit, dude! That's like, hey, well, uh, I, I, you want to see like the clit I, imprint on the on the yoga pants? Here you go, boys. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's actually it was really funny. I was talking to my wife because uh, right now, believe it or not, we are actually in tune with uh, we are in tune with what goes on. We're not a bunch of like old fogies who only talk about anime. Like we do pay attention to what happens on Twitter and whatnot. <laughs> Uh, you know, like the whole thing where it's like goth, IHOP and all that <laughs> stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fanboy Hooters and shit.
0: Which, which by the way, there's a lot of this <laughs> that I don't get. I, I'll admit like Fanboy Hooters kind of made sense to me because like, oh yeah, you know, Hooters, let's flip it on its head. Let's rule 63 Hooters. I get it. Right. Yeah. And I get stuff like Ara Ara Arby's <laughs> and I get PVP enabled. Uh, I get PVP enabled Popeye's and Monster like, Girl McDonald's. Aura- yeah, and those are clever because they use the first letter of the literation. company, or they do something pertaining. Yeah, they do literation, but then you have stuff like Goth IHOP, I mean MILF Denny's,
1: <laughs> like I mean the first one. Th- was these that. Tomboy Hooters is the origin point. And it didn't, it didn't do that.
0: No, it was uh like, and then Tomboy Outback. Like uh, we all love that one. We all love the idea of Outback Steakhouse, <laughs> but like, and we all love Tomboys, but like Tomboy Outback doesn't make sense like it, it doesn't it has no method or rhyme or reason to it so it drives me nuts it's like not that deep. if someone wants to be like mommy dom dairy queen i get that i can associate <laughs> dairy queen with like mommy's fetishes <laughs> for obvious reasons but like i don't i can't draw a correlation between outback steakhouse and tomboys you
1: have to understand that memes just dr- drown in a point of absurdity and that it's it's yeah it's point it's, it's getting to that i point. mean it was already at that point with femboy hooters because so it's a silly thing but like you can see but but I just but but when it's rule sixty three hooters. I mean, yeah, basically. But well, not even that because rule sixty three hooters would just be like buff buff himbos, like himbo. That's true. Uh, what's a funny himbo one? What's an H restaurant? Well, you'd have to think of like a himbo like Hardy's. A place, himbo hardies. Yeah, he- yeah, yeah.
0: There we go. We had like that makes sense to me. Yeah, because it's it's like you said an, alliter- uh, an alliteration, but uh, it it. But back to it, back to tomboys, tomboys have been kind of a fetish for a long, like, tomboys have been a fetish since I was a kid. Yeah. Like, even when I'm nine years old, ten years old, and we're talking about the girls we like in class, I can tell you right now, the girl I liked the most was the one that gave me a black eye. Yeah. Yeah, like, it, like tomboys have been around forever. What's weird is very rarely in anime do I see the people that people often waifu as the tomboy. Like, oh my gosh, she's the tomboy. And I go and I look at her character. I'm like, there's nothing <laughs> short hair and tomboy about it. her. <laughs> yeah. Like, well like what's the one from Idolmaster that everybody says is a tomboy? Oh,
1: uh, Miohanda is not a tomboy. <laughs> yeah, she's not a tomboy. <laughs> she's got short hair. You know who- that's all she got.
0: <laughs> you know who actually are tomboys? Half the characters from Dumbbells. Uh, yeah. Like the main girl, the the Gyaru girl, she's very much a tomboy. Yeah. The girl who runs the boxing gym yeah, is the a tomboy. Yeah, the
1: girl with the abs, yeah, absolutely. Yeah,
0: yeah, the Russian chick could be borderline considered a tomboy. Yeah. Like, like they were actual tomboys. Yeah. The whole like, you know, people who meet the tomboy criteria, are like, uh, no, Ryoko people say they like Tenchi. tomboys.
1: Half the time, they just mean they like uh that they don't wear dresses.
0: <laughs> yeah, they like busty short haired women. Pretty which much. Th- that's not a tomboy. That's that's, that's just busty, a,
1: that's just a style. Women.
0: Yeah, so I, I, I hate that, that thing where like, even Weebs, are like, I love tomboys, and then I look at what they call a tomboy, and none of them are tomboys.
1: Yeah.
0: Like, I'm, I'm trying to think of like, good examples in anime of tomboys, like, cause, uh, oh, oh, uh, um, gosh dang it, the one with the, the one with the yonder, or the, the tsundere, the, the one, uh, tiger.
1: Oh, gosh, uh, why can't taiga. I?
0: <laughs> yeah, tiger, well, not taiga, but the other girl the 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 girl on the baseball team,
1: uh, I I don't remember I didn't watch very much of the show, but um. yeah
0: but like if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about like uh, tomboys like the gr- the baseball playing girl from that why can't I not remember the tiger and I keep thinking tiger and bunny but it was tiger and dragon
1: uh fucking Gosh. toradora,
0: toradora there we go thank you so so people know that we're like on the same yeah, brainwave and we can't think of the anime, uh, the tom girl in toradora is not torah it's the baseball girl yeah like it's 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 you guys you need to understand the fetishes <laughs> you're talking about please like give actual tomboys <laughs> like please just don't be like oh this girl's tomboy because she has short hair and big tits like please go find actual <laughs> tomboys in your media
1: yeah i mean this is should keep because it's just a misclassification
0: yeah like honestly half the cast in sailor moon are tomboys yes uh, actually, no, just Mars and, uh, I would say. I was just going to agree. I never watched be... Sailor Moon, so I
1: was going to agree no matter what you said. I, I was going to say, like,
0: <laughs> Mars and Jupiter. There we go. Mars and Jupiter are both the tomboys yeah, in Sailor Moon, yeah. in my opinion. Yes, yeah. Dude, Jupiter's best. Dupter. I don't want to hear it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, never, I never watched that show.
0: And, and, like, that's the thing. Tomboys stop being tomboys once they graduate high school. At that point, they just kind of become loudmouth women.
1: <laughs> the best kind.
0: What did, what did somebody say in one of our discords? When tomboys have kids, they just become soccer moms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. It's
0: like, well, yep, Slice that's the oranges, face. You
1: know?
0: Yep. So, uh, yeah, I just, I, I can't get, I cannot iterate enough. Like, please don't call Mio Honda a tomboy. Yeah, She's not. Crazy. Uh, what are the other ones that people have been calling tomboys?
1: Um, I don't know. It's not. I don't really know anything more about tomboys. I know people will call like things that aren't whatever they are as whatever they are. Like people will call like scene girls goth and shit. It's just really strange.
0: Yeah, uh scene was. I I don't because I grew up during the time of scene girls. Like my entire high school career was pretty much like the yeah. rise and fall of scene my girls. My only girlfriend
1: was a scene girl. Yeah. Wait,
0: I thought scene was dead.
1: I mean, yeah, but who cares?
0: Like I thought scene was primarily a Midwestern thing in America. I mean it's just and it everywhere. Was, Well it was it was it, it, you could actually like classify what a scene girl was because she like she was bubblegum gothic. Like she only bought her clothes from Hot Topic. Like that was the thing. She'd like buy gothic clothes, but only from Hot Topic. She spent a lot of time on her hair. Generally her hair was two tone with black. Well, I guess when you think of scene, tones. I guess
1: you think of like 2006 scene which is like the big big dyed hair and the yeah, but you know I think she yeah, wasn't like that well, but I, I, you know I, know what I mean it, maybe I'm well, like, maybe I'm also a victim of this fucking <laughs> mentality. well it was
0: called scene because uh, you had MySpace and MySpace was where a bunch of musicians were getting their start that was yeah. like Hollywood Undead uh, the medic droid, DJS3RL, like yeah, yeah, that was when a lot of those guys were getting big, and that was like the scene. Is they're like, oh my gosh, have you listened to this new band? I found their MySpace. It's called Mouth Mouth of the Horse, and it's just like it was finding the most off the wall, borderline industrial bands on the planet, and liking it because it gave you some form of personality. Yeah. that was seen. Yeah, and then you had the weird scene. Kids are like, I'm straight edge. <laughs> I will never have sex until I get married. I won't do drugs, and then they get railed by like a thirty year old uh dr- bassist later that week. <laughs> yeah. It's it's and it, I I honestly blame Fallout Boy for scene. Yeah. Fallout Boy and uh panic at the disco's a fever, you can't sweat out. And then that allowed like stuff like bowling for soup and uh whatnot to just take their transition.
1: Yeah. I, I man I I kind of missed the boat on a lot of that weird shit, I guess. I it, I, I guess it, you, you know, don't really it, notice it while it's happening maybe.
0: But well, it's it's we miss a boat on a lot of stuff. Like uh, I was talking to a content creator who's seven years older than me the other day, and I won't give out his information yeah, yeah. because I, I kind of like to let him keep their privacy. He's been on Newgrounds since like Tom Fulp started it in 98. Mm-hmm. I got on Newgrounds in 2002, which was like the first I would almost say big renaissance yeah. of Newgrounds was like 2002, because that's when like a lot of the content creators we know got started. Right. Like, that's when uh Dan Paladin started doing stuff. That's, like, when Tom Fulp really started doing stuff. Um, that's when Newgrounds started becoming what it was. And it's like, but I missed the 98 years. I missed 98. I missed 99. And then I tell kids, I'm like, yeah, when I got on Newgrounds, the number one most viewed Flash animation was called Donkey Punch Britney Spears. <laughs> And it was like Michael Jordan poorly photoshopped, like rotating on an axis. So just on an axis, so his fist like kept punching Britney Spears in the head. <laughs> while in the end, by Lincoln Park was playing in the background. <laughs> yeah, like that. That that. If you want to talk about, like, oh yeah, I want to go back and I want to see that. Where like the most viewed and uploaded, like upvoted video was the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny. I mean,
1: that's like, a good time.
0: Yeah, it's it's. I, I get it, but like you're living in a generation right now, Frog, where you guys are seeing the huge creation of a ton of content, like ride that wave. It's
1: weird. Yeah, I I, I mean, I mean, I'm of the opinion because I've been around for on the internet for a while, even though I've you know I'm obviously young. I'm not like not as long as you, I guess, but at least I've been on it for as long as I can remember. And uh, yeah, I mean, even, I, even within I, my I missed like, relatively short time, you know, you you see a ton of evolution over the time. Like yeah. um,
0: I. I will say speaking of gatekeeping hobbies, I am so mad the average human being can get on the internet now. <laughs> like I I actually despise Twitter and I'm I'm going to flat I'm going to flat out say this. 90% of the people on the internet right now I cannot stand. Because uh, yeah. you are and and I'm not talking about you Frog and I'm not talking about our audience, <laughs> but I'm going to say the word you. I'm going to say you are people who never achieved anything at life who because you live in a first world country or something Think you have an opinion that matters. And you go on Twitter and you get followers for whatever reason and you make loud contents and you make everything so combative and you get on these bandwagons where you cancel people for stepping out of line and you do all these terrible things. You like, I've been, I talk to internet veterans, like, and I hate using that word because it sounds so boomerish, but like, I talk to people all the time. The internet sucks. It sucks so much worse than it ever used to.
1: Mm, I, don't like, know. I, I don't think I agree there. It's definitely different, but it's just like but segregated. The lowest common
0: denominator can get on the internet now.
1: I mean, sure, a lot of people like. I mean, you say ninety people, like, people on the internet suck, but I think ninety percent some people in general, probably suck. Like, I don't.
0: Yeah, and and now they're allowed on the internet. I mean, they were
1: always allowed. They just didn't want it. Yeah, care. but
0: now that now that like now we encourage it. Like, yeah, Please but like make we don't Twitter. have to
1: interact with them, so I don't really give a fuck.
0: Yes, I do because they come and they find me. <laughs> Are they find, like, you know, these content creators I talk to, they're like, I can't be myself anymore. Like, these guys who made these, like, grotesque Newgrounds animations back in the day, like, horrible I mean, stuff animations get, get them got
1: fucked by YouTube because of the monetization shit.
0: Well, it's like, you just, you have these people, like, you cannot be yourself on the internet. I actively have to portray myself as somebody I'm not to avoid getting
1: canceled. I mean... Just don't be an asshole. Like I, <laughs> just don't be a no. It's it's not for the most part. It's it's not not even even, I don't think that's even necessarily true because people like freak out about like cancel things. Just don't be like uh, I don't know. All you have to do is not just be like a bad person for the most part, and that's not hard.
0: But that's that's so opaque, frog. That is incredibly. opaque.
1: I mean, mostly it just means don't be racist. Ninety percent of the time, unless like some people have higher standards, but most of the time, people will be like, eh.
0: that's not enough. I don't like, think that's true. <laughs> I, I absolutely do. Like, all I want to do is I want to talk about anime. Yes. I want to play video games. And I want to have laughs with my friends. And I actually feel like, even to accomplish that, that basic harmless function, I have to walk to. on eggshells. I mean, I've
1: never had to stalk on, walk on eggshells to do this before. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree. Like,
0: well, it's like, I, I constantly, every time I make a tweet now, I have to think before I even post it. Like, I, I made a tweet that I deleted last night where I was like, cat anime was bad. And then I was like, okay, okay I'm going to delete this.
1: <laughs> I mean, I think, you're, I think you're just I, being I, uh, overly cautious for no reason.
0: I don't think so. I think there are piranhas. Like, there are literally parasitical people who are so miserable they can only get off by causing conflict. I'm tweet, like, I angry going conflict. to
1: tweet angry conflict. I am going to uh, assassinate. Uh, don't, don't, the, don't, don't. The CEO of. Uh Warner Brothers Incorporated. No, I'm not gonna say that. No, <laughs> I was gonna
0: say, like God, that's such a bad idea because like you need to like you need to listen to an episode of the official podcast where they talk about like the guy who went to jail for RuneScape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he actually talks about it, he's like, don't ever make an open ended threat. He's like, make a threat that has a very low probability of coming through. He's like, if you say you're gonna kill somebody, that's a bad situation because that's an open ended yeah, threat that threat. has no criteria. Yeah. He's like, if you're going to talk about being like, I'm going to assassinate the CEO of Warner Cable, you'd have to say something like, if it is a solstice and the Jets have won a sports ball game and Amazon stocks are at this percentage, I will assassinate the CEO of Warner Brothers (laughs) because it's not a threat until that criteria is met.
1: Yeah. Even though it's it's so weird. I don't know. I I mean, all you have to do is just not threaten people and not like actively be i don't know just don't be a fucking pack it's pretty simple i don't know no it's
0: it's 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 it's, i actually like there are we're not the only podcast out there and i've listened to a bunch of like old grognard podcasts and there's a there's a a feeling of like in the old day if i did something out of line i would have a small group of people beat the hell out of me (laughs) and then we would go on with our lives like, Oh, I definitely. Think that you, should, this... you
1: should be able to like uh, make up for your mistakes that you're that you're saying. I, I, well, like, there's definitely like PewDiePie... a, a genre of like thing where people. I, I, I find this more the problem with the prison system, where like if you like do a crime, for example, like uh you'll go to jail, sure, but like if it, if you get out, you will be like shunned from every working workplace forever, which is like the weird, the worst thing.
0: That, that is the yeah, and, and then you're gonna go back to crime. But like it, yeah, it's, it's the it's thing, like PewDiePie was canceled three years ago for saying the n-word while playing uh he was playing PUBG. I mean (laughs) and and that on top of like he was definitely doing some other stuff at the time like the fact that he was uh doing the stuff with fiverr and whatnot like he was definitely doing things that was drawing ire at the time but he was like he got canceled for it and he i I believe he made amends but like you'd be amazed how often i see him brought up on twitter and people like He's been canceled, sweetie. Why are we even talking about this monster anymore? People I'm talk like, about the- like
1: canceling as like a weird thing, It's a strange thing because actually doesn't it doesn't like, actually happen. <laughs> canceling is not real. Well, like ninety, like
0: no, it's 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 absolutely not. It's
1: not like it's, you can't. People say like he just canceled. He's still like the number one YouTuber, even if he. But regardless of your thoughts on PewDiePie, he's not canceled. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's just
0: well, and it's it's and then you get these people who, like write death threats, and it's I'm, this oh, actually, well, the, like, those people
1: are it's like in the wrong, obviously, like.
0: Well, and we we this happened with H yeah. three, where uh, Ethan and Ela Klein they literally moved addresses, yeah. and they 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 talked about. where like, we bought a private trust because people were threatening
1: this us. This is more of a problem with like online mentality of an anonymity, and also like a lack of like um like people will just like when they see people on a screen, they don't like it doesn't always register like how that person is as a human being. It's really strange. They don't they don't like dude humanize whoever's like we talking. were.
0: We were way more anonymous back in 2005, 2006, yeah. and we didn't do this. Well, that's not
1: true. <laughs> there's, there's definitely some weird shit we,
0: Okay, all right, not, but like... like
1: yes, you know, your communities might not have, but you know.
0: No, but the, like the whole cancel culture thing and, and oh, stuff well, yeah, like I mean, that. Oh, yeah, that's
1: like, a very, very the only, new thing in general anyway. Uh,
0: the only thing I actively remember happening was... I, I, I want to say it was like 2014 or 2004. Somebody uploaded a video of him burning a kitten to death. And I remember the internet destroyed that man's life. But then we have stuff where people would like, they would draw guru porn. Like they would draw chicks like getting decapitated and stuff like that. And they never got in trouble for it. I don't see why. Meanwhile, Sonic Fox, Mm -hmm. I mean, Sonic Fox gets added to Skullgirls and everyone's like, oh my gosh, this problematic furry.
1: Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, that's just like Chodes being Chodes, but like,
0: um, no that would not have happened in 2004. I guarantee you that would not have happened.
1: I don't know. I we, well, like we guess, we guess we'll never know, right? Because it'll never happen.
0: <laughs> well, it's it's. I was there. This it, this kind of stuff did not happen in 2004.
1: I mean, yeah, because there's less of like an audience to do it. I understand what you're getting at, but like, I'm sure it's just it. it it's literally just a matter of time before things like grow. Like obviously, internet. Yeah, is going and it's to it's, grow. it's, and now it's drag- and I, like. Um, I think this is more a, a thing of population size and sa- or sample size than it is the thing of the the, the same people.
0: Um, no, it's, 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 you had to be computer literate to get on the internet 15 years ago. Like, and so the people who were on the internet tended to be of uh, a closer mindset than they are now. We have a much more diversified mindset on the internet now. And I think it's worse because of it. That's why
1: I just tend to stick to my my own little communities. Like the one we've made here. I can't just pals. I,
0: I can't even stick to communities anymore. Like. I, I have one Discord that keeps me sane, and it's just, it's all people. Like, we're all between the age of, like, 25 and 40, because I think, like, the oldest member on the Discord is 37. And, like, that is the single sanest place I have been on in the internet in five there, years. There you
1: go. That's what I'm saying. Just be where you're but like comfortable.
0: That, but that's, I, I, it's, it's just so frustrating that that is the only place. I
1: mean, you can find other places. I have more than one. I just, like, I just like where I am, you know? I, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think it's a problem necessarily. I definitely think there's pieces of shit on the internet. Don't get me wrong. I don't think I'm even an exception for that. I think I'm a piece of shit. But like,
0: oh, I definitely. I, I've definitely mellowed out a little bit. I, I I used to be a lot worse than I am i, I I'm still combative. Like, yeah, no, I get super I aggressive
1: on certain things, but you know,
0: well, like, but here's the thing. If I engage in an argument with somebody, I'm not there to prove a point. I'm not there to like start a fight. Like, I'm literally there. I'm in the same tier as like the guy who's like, you know, hey, Ray is better than Asuka. Like. <laughs> That's. I'm just there to fling crap for five minutes and then leave so both of us can get a laugh out of it. And that doesn't really exist anymore. It still
1: exists. People just hate you. (laughs) It's just very, very frowned upon now.
0: So yeah, it's... um, yeah, so I, I i think I think now we've kind of run out of constructive things to say. Is there is there anything else you want to talk about, Frog? Uh,
1: not so much. It's just a, it's just been a very strange time, I guess. I mean, obviously, you know. I mean, we haven't talked about it very much, but you know, the the virus going around has <coughs> fucked everything up. Well, uh, in terms, there's of... there's
0: no uh, reason to talk about the virus. Everybody's I'm talking not talking about, about the virus. it. I'm just saying,
1: like, how it's affected, uh, kind of, just our lives right because i i haven't really been able to like go out and find cool stories because i don't have a you know i've been staying, being homeschooled for the whole time i haven't been able to like uh watch more many shows cause a lot of them get delayed uh or like canceled even i haven't been able to do much so it's, it's I'm, I'm sorry i haven't been like super talkative this week it's just like i'm not sure what no to say. like um i guess i've yeah there's,
0: there's not yeah a whole lot, you're right.
1: I've I played Apex Legends. Oh, Apex Legends got announced for cross play in, in September or something.
0: You, you know, I tried Apex Legends probably three times and I got no desire to play it's it. It's really good. Uh It called me old-fashioned, but the Battle Royale I like to this day is still PUBG. I can't
1: relate. Games. And that's fine. Blood. Like,
0: then again, I don't exactly like battle royales. I think they're the weakest that's, form of online like, multiplayer. Like, that's fair. Like,
1: if you don't like battle royale, that's its own thing. I, I'm not a huge fan of the genre in general, but it's just so easy to kind of pick up and get into that. I, don't, I kind of have fun with it. Um, although it is kind of frustrating sometimes, especially when you suck like me. I like get Apex, especially. I'm very bad at it, and uh, I get killed very frequently.
0: Well, it's it's I I haven't competitive played a game since like Halo One, and I played Halo Reach when I came out, and I was like, man. People have, uh, Mm -hmm. people have about as much time on their hands as I used to when I was 16 years old.
1: (laughs) Yeah, pretty much, right? I mean, it's just, some people like play like crazy and get incredibly good, and they're like, I don't.
0: Yeah, I I need to pick a hobby that I can actually be good at where I don't have to deal with 14 year olds who have nothing better (laughs) to do with their lives. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's why I got into model painting, because like, the, the, there are people, and they're mostly Russians, who are incredibly good at it, but like, I don't have to fight with 14 year olds who have nothing better to do.
1: Yeah, I guess my hobbies have gone more to the creative side of like, uh, doing like, uh, like drawing or animating or like writing or just, just things like that, I guess, which are, don't require like a competitive aspect. And I like, I like competitive aspects, right? But uh, I guess I just, yeah. the idea of making something and creating something for myself and seeing the end product is really, uh, very, very satisfying. And I, it doesn't need anyone else to like kind of rely on To Although I do like playing, uh, doing that with other people as well, so.
0: Yeah, so uh, I, you know, actually, I'm surprised we managed to make an hour and a half yeah, episode without we, Mike. We were
1: gonna, we were saying like uh, this is probably be a shorter one, just because like we don't have like uh, our, our third, our third leg here. But I think it ended. No, nah,
0: but it's neat. Moth we're talking about. Like, if you leave me in a room, I can probably record <laughs> entire episodes by myself. Yeah, yeah. We're good it We
1: should do, uh, we should do like one of your uh, Moth's mysteries,
0: <laughs> misunderstandings. Yeah, no, I, I, um, I got one that we had the, we had the second one actually upload last week. Yeah, I didn't watch uh, it,
1: but uh, I saw it upload.
0: It's, it's a little bit dry uh that one's definitely a little bit dry the and then with, uh, the the, the th- yeah. yeah and then we got the third one with my buddy ahab who's ex-military like me and it's it'll be interesting because i'm one of the few people who genuinely hated my time in the military right. and you're dealing like in the, few, in the conversation but... you have s- well there's people who are like oh i hated the military but man i'd love to go back with my boys <laughs> in the sandbox and then there's me, and it's like I hated every aspect of being there. Yeah, like every minute was torture, and I was glad when they were like, "Hey, do you want to leave early?" But that's a story for the episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, so I'll, I'll, I'll all right, awesome. guys. Yeah, um, that's that's the we hate anime podcast, right? I, I've i never done that before. <laughs> never said that before. Yep. Um.
0: Yep. Uh, follow Frog King. Yeah, uh, on Twitter. Uh, I might Twitter. put in
1: the description. Um. Uh, so with I am.
0: As well. I am oh. Der Mothman. Yeah. Um. Jawoll! I don't, And, I don't uh, recently before. I actually gained some new followers. Oh, yeah, did you? Yeah, I, uh, I gained Stamper. Oh, yeah,
1: I think I saw that. Yeah, you posted that in the Discord, so we got excited. <laughs>
0: I gained Stamper and I gained Stamper's mom. And at this point, like, I'm just going to close my my followers from ever being followed again. Because <laughs> the only two people on the planet that matter fall.
1: Yeah. I actually got a couple followers lately, too. Just because, like, I posted two things that went, like, semi, semi-viral. semi Like, viral's, like, stretching it. They were, like, the the biggest one got 800 likes, I think. But, uh, you know, it, it was big for me. So, that was fun.
0: 800 is a ton, yeah. For me,
1: yeah. Because uh, I got accepted by um one of those uh gimmick accounts. Out of Context Fighting Games. And it was, a, it was nice. a fun clip. And the other one I just commissioned a, a piece from Gianni I forget his last name, but hey, I, I'm gonna shout I'm gonna him out right now because because he's, he's, he's hilarious. Please go watch him. Uh hold on. Get Gianni.
0: Speaking of which, I think I'm gonna commission Stamper. Like if I I know he does voice commissions, I'm gonna ask him be like, hey, uh how much for you to read chapter sixteen point five of Sword Art Online?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, here we go. So uh go 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 uh follow Gianni Matrago Matrago Matragrano. Matrigon- as uh, at g e t g i a n n i Gicciani. he uh he's hilarious i, I if you want to see the actually mike i 'm gonna send you the the audio clip and you're you're gonna play it at the end of the show <laughs> that he gave me all right cool uh that's all i want to say
0: let's see what this one says uh i didn't piss i didn't i'm not a little pee pee boy i'm not <laughs> yeah yeah i'll do this